here in internet land, Mr. Holy Grinch, coming at you live with Surf Knot, with my co-host, Trenton Tarpitz Phillips. That's brisk, baby. And as always, our ever-loving producer, Tyler Taint Baker. And I'd like to welcome everybody back. This is now officially season two of the Surf Knot. Season two, after a little hiatus, we're back, baby boys. Season two. Season two. Season two. Harambe's revenge. They 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 canceled so, Arsenio, but they couldn't cancel us. Okay. Yeah. So here's something I want to talk about. It's going to be on everybody's mind. Surfing has debuted in the Olympics. It has. It has. Now when? this is. Wait 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 wait. Surfing's in the Olympics? It, yeah, it just debuted. Some more won a gold medal, and so did Tilo Ferreira. Who? I probably said his name wrong. <laughs> no, it sounded pretty natural. Wait, who? Carissa Moore? So, That's yeah. Right. And Italo Ferreira? Yeah, they won gold medals, baby. Gold, baby, gold. Italiano gold. Ferrari. I haven't heard of either of those people. What are they log? But th this is my contention with it. This is what I didn't like. Now, a lot of people are going to have no uh, query that me and Trent don't like it. You know what I mean? They're not going to not understand that fact. But they did it exactly the same way that they did a WSL contest. It was no different. The judging was the same. The scoring was the same. The athletes were the same. I think they should have went all amateur for serving in the Olympics. All right. Here's the thing that I got to say about it, because obviously I was being facetious. But it's my same beef with surf contests in general. Surfing's all about individuality and creativity. And if it's one thing major contests do, it sucks all that right out of it. Let's put everybody in a uniform. Let's, you know, let, don't trim through that section or pump through a couple sections to do like a giant air. Cause that'd be tight, but you have to like, here's what scores. And honestly, what scores is stupid and not fun to watch. Well, my biggest concern with the whole Olympics thing is like, I just said, it was all pro surfers who made the cut. I'd like to see surfing be like boxing and let some of the amateur young guns who are super hungry and are just going to go out there and, Huck a huge air, take some risks. Um, I think that would be better for surfing and for the Olympics. Honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I haven't seen anything from mainstream surfing in the past two years. Like, I'm talking mainstream, mainstream. That's really gotten me stoked at all. Like, a lot of it's just been the same old stuff, even the way they did the Olympics. It's just the same old, same old, man. It's boring. I disagree with you, good sir. Stab high. Yeah, was not boring. Was that the air contest? Yeah, and the, the format of it was rad. Because I they think it's a, in I like that Robbie's in it. I'm a big I'm a big Robbie fan. And I hope he wins it. But I went to watch the first episode and I found my you know how you can like tap the screen for like the next 10 seconds? I found myself doing that a lot. I'm like, ah, I'm over it. 
Number one, first reason stab high is rad. Nathan Fletcher is the head judge. Number one. Yeah, I like Nathan Fletcher. Number two, they invited everybody to Costa Rica, but they let you go film parts, and then they came back at night and they judged those parts. Yeah. So I'm not arguing with it. I just I didn't. It didn't get me stoked. It didn't make me want to go surf. What about the conditions for the Olympics? Could they have not chosen a better? I mean, it was huge. There was a big typhoon or hurricane out there. I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch any of the Olympics. Yeah, bum. I don't understand. They built this giant Olympic stadium. Why they didn't just build like a Waco style wave pool. It's probably have the Olympics. That would have been way more fun to watch. I think because here's the thing. Everyone's saying they're going to do like a Slater wave pool. That'd be boring. The Slater wave pool is super boring. The Waco pool is way more interesting because they do cooler stuff and it's more unpredictable. And I will say the stab high thing, the one thing that I was hyped on outside of Robbie, because I'm a big Robbie fan, but that little chick that did like the full rotor, that was cool. And she got got a perfect 10. It was so rad. Yeah. And, but here's another thing. I, I like how they got the young the young gals in there, which is cool because it's next generation. But where's all the current gals that do airs? Are there none? I don't know. Uh, you know what? In the Olympics, the one thing I will say is that the women surfing was a lot more fun to watch than the men surfing because the men surfing just seemed to be standard air reverses to the beach, whereas like yeah. Carissa Moore went out and did a variety of different turns. And like the hammer she laid down was this really sick layback. The women's surfing was a lot more fun to watch. I'm way more stoked for like shortboard. I'm way more stoked on lady surfing than I am on dude surfing right now. The I think if we're going to put, if we're going to put surfing in the Olympics, boogie boarding should be in it too. J- j- boogie boarders do some of the raddest airs because they can backflip and spin. And they surf like way heavier waves all the time. I think that they should, they could do, they could do the Olympics with a remote location. You know what I mean? Like not have it where everybody else is and go to a remote site and either do giant barrels or some kind of a wave pool. Well, this is actually, this has been floated for the Olympics to stop moving it around because it's actually not really actually good for either economy when it goes in there. So they're going to build a like town out that's Olympics and everybody just go there like the Parthenon every year. And that makes way more sense. That makes way more sense. Your so for pool? surfing, would you rather them, wherever that location is, they just build a Waco-style pool? Exactly. It probably is going to be in Europe somewhere, I would think. Something like that. It'd be awesome if it was in Athens. I just, I don't know. Tank, can you, can, can you confirm or deny that there is a Waco-style pool going in, in New Smyrna? Do you guys know anything about I that? I don't know anything about that. Maybe it'll I've heard, thin out the new Smyrna herd. Everyone's going I've heard to the from pool. Several reliable sources that there's a Waco style pool going in inland near New Smyrna in like the next three years. Oh, that's a safe bet. In the next three, Man. yeah. I feel like I'm I'm one hundred percent full salty old man tonight, and I'm just gonna be naysaying everything. <laughs> that's all right. So I'm going hard the, at the it. Thing, I don't want a stupid wave pool. I don't want to watch a stupid Olympics. I just want to go surfing, man. I just want to surf with my friends. 
Exactly. Session. I'll tell you what, though. I surfed my brains out this past weekend because, fellas, I I got my barber's license. I'm working in a shop. I'm a full time. He's barbering, boys. He I'm barbering, barbering now. You know, so I, I get to surf on the weekends and really early in the mornings. But you know what? My surfing's been getting better because I'm so much more stoked that I'm out there. I'm freaking feel like I'm at top of my game now. Isn't that funny how you can step away and then come back and you're like, wow, I haven't lost anything. I've actually gained. Yeah, Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Are you still going to do your New York trip? Not this year. Next year, the New York trip will come back and the California trips will come back. But since it's the first year kind of uh, out of school into my apprenticeship, Kind of got to devote a little, little more time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm digging what you're bearing. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Where can people I get? I want to talk about. Wait, where can people get a cut from you? How can they get in touch with you? I am at Black Creek Barber Shop on Roosevelt Boulevard. Nice. Yeah, so come check us out. We're doing a shop event at um, the Flamingo. It's a coffee bar, but they sell alcohol too. And that's in uh, Murray Hill on the uh, Friday the 13th. We'll be out there. So everyone in the Jacksonville Duval area, come out. We're going to be hanging. I think you froze, Chris. I didn't freeze. That event sounds so fun. I got it. RSVP. It's going to be great. I got something to talk about. Do I look like a giant floating head? Yeah, pretty much. I already screenshotted it. Don't worry. (laughs) Here's what I want to talk about because I see this. I've been seeing this happen a lot for a long time and I feel like it's a PSA. Chris, give me some sort of PSA intro. The more, you know, surfing PSA. Hey kids. If you walk up to the nose and you're riding on the nose and your nose riding, but then you fall on your butt and just scooch back to the back of the board after falling on your butt and stand up. That's not a nose ride. You didn't complete the nose ride. It's like the same thing as if a skater goes to do a kickflip down a seven stair, down a stair set. And every time they flick it, it almost lands under the feet, but then they kick it away and land without landing on the board. That they didn't land the trick. You're not landing the trick. That's falling. You're staying on the wave, but that's not landing the trick. So if you walk up, you got to walk back. As Bruce Brown once said, that's kind of the idea. Boom, boom, boom. This has been a public service announcement with a grumpy old barber. <laughs> you're seeing this a lot lately. It's your, your local break. I've been seeing it a lot everywhere for a while, but I've, I've been, I'll tell you what, because whenever it's out in the local break, I mean, it's happened to me plenty of times. It happened. You get off balance or you don't want to lose your board. That's fine. I'll tell you where it irks me when I see it is when people make like edits and they put out surf edits of them surfing to hype up their surfing. But like half the edit is, is that is yeah. missed nose rides. And it's like, this isn't a nose ride. This is a half a nose ride. 
I feel the same way about fully curling your toes when you hang 10. Like I see a lot of people who have their five toes all the way off the board and the other ones, they like click their heels together or they hang it off the side. That's a really sick nose ride. But if you're going to hang 10, Lance did it both feet off the front. Yeah. 10 to 10. And that's the thing. And every once in a while, you know, you can get away with the couple where it's all like your feet are just like right there next to the brim or, you know, a couple random clips in an edit of that. That's cool. That's fun. It's kind of like throwing in if an aerial guy threw in a clip where he like just boosted a big one, but didn't land it. That's still a cool clip. But if the whole thing is you just throwing big airs and you're not landing any of them, I don't, I don't, you know, that doesn't hold up in court. It doesn't, doesn't hold, hold up in court. Bang does it hold water, cap. Mr. Lebowski? <laughs> I'm not Lebowski. I'm the dude. Well, let me ask um, you guys this. What happens when you do, so you're, you're surfing, you're out there surfing, nice wave comes to you, you do a wave, you make a misstep, you kick out. What is the initial thought you have to yourself? You're like, well, I don't want to do that again. Don't do that. How do you rid yourself of that behavior on the next wave and throughout the session? Of like not curling your toes. It and- could be one thing where you just like do a thing. You, oh, I shouldn't have done that. You know, I biffed it or whatever. And just, how, how make- do you unmotivate yourself, you know, to not do that? Here's something because I deal with this a lot is what Grinch is talking about, like the really tight fives versus a straight parallel 10. I'm guilty of that a lot. So what I have made a conscious effort to do is when I want to hang 10, I fully open up my shoulder and make sure I feel it. I feel it under my feet that it's fully decked. You know, sometimes you don't, it's cool, but it's just like, but if I was making an edit, and I wanted to post a hang 10, I'd be posting a legit hang 10. Fully extended. Yeah, I'm going to try and run hang 10s. And also, I'm not going to, for me personally, I don't want to run anything that I didn't make unless it's like one fun clip. You know what I mean? But I I want to post fakes. I think also, and I've been super guilty of this, is sometimes for the gram, you run subpar images that you would not be stoked on if it was printed in a magazine. So, like, my newest commitment is I'm only running stuff on the gram that would have been mag quality in the 90s. Yeah, I've definitely done that. Absolutely. Same here. Yeah, we're complacent here. Like, we're transparent. We're guilty of these things, too. But it's like, this is stuff that I feel like if everyone would do, focus on, and work on, then the whole level of the whole game is going to elevate. I agree. Versus versus where if someone does like a half a nose ride or is an inch away from the nose, if we just champion that and be like, oh, you're totally ripping, then they're never going to evolve they're never going to get like even better than what they are what they could they're not going to reach their full potential because right. they're just gonna, oh, i'm doing good enough versus pushing challenging better. i've been challenging myself to do uh i call it the nose ride and the turn challenge 
So waves where I would do like two or three nose rides after that first nose ride, I'm looking for the turn section because I think so much of summertime in Florida is, Oh, he did a nose ride. Oh, he did another nose ride. And yeah. that's sick. But I want to see some nose riding and some turning all in one wave. Nat that, Young, 1966, yeah. is what we're gentlemen. Absolutely. If you start off with a turn, even if it's like a left go right or something, you always have a better wave. Yep. My thing lately has been I've had two things. One, fully decked side by side 10. 100%. And two, is absurdly long hang heels because I never see those. I always see a quick hang heel and then a quick walk back, but I never see down the line perched heels that last for a minute. I want to do those. <laughs> That's my goal. 40 years old oh, in the back, back too. I've given up hanging heels. I'm not doing it ever again. 40 with a bad back, I'm never hanging heels ever again. You can my do it. My has passed, youngins. Man, I hang heels for breakfast. Chris, if you I got, and them. I hate to say this, this may be an example for a wave pool, but if you got in a wave pool, I think I hit after a while, you'd be like, well, I think I'm going to try hanging heels. I used to do it a lot, but I've just gotten older and stiffer and heavier. And I'm just like, eh, I'm just going to do a hang tip. Man, let me tell you, because a lot of people do hang heels and kind of like when you're kind of going more towards the shore and it's a quick little thing to like get you back in the wave. But I've been doing them um, like when it's set up critical in the pocket, throwing that instead of a hang 10 and then you elevate with it. It's the best feeling ever. It's a better feeling than a hang 10. I'd like to see hang heels, no walk back, come back. Like hang heels back to a five or a 10, kind of how Tyler Hadzikian used to do them. I'd like to see those make a comeback. You know, I think those are cool when they're done right. But for me, I feel like the walk back is more difficult. So that's why I, 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 I disagree. Like I think back. the walk back is easier. I think it's harder to like really stick one and then go back to a five. Yeah. And then keep nose riding. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that because a lot of people, the walk back is to get out of jail free card. It's like getting you out of trouble. I mean, and I'm like, fully guilty of, I do the, the, just the, some people call it the Joel stroll. We used to call it the turn on walk back where you're hanging five and then you just walk switch back up the board. That is yeah. not hanging heels. It's, and that's I'll tell people, hang, like, oh, that was a hanging hang heels. heels. And I'm like, that's not a hang heels at all. That's a turn on walk back. That's not a hang heels. You know what that is? That's a get a couple extra points in a contest when you didn't get a hang 10. <laughs> <laughs> it feels really cool and not a lot of people do it but it you know it just right two times two times that i like to do a turnaround walk back that's not out of a hang heels is the first one is if i get a long 10 sometimes i feel like it's just that much more dope if you are turn around and walk back out of it instead of a normal walk back out of a good 10. And then the other thing I've been doing lately that I have a lot of fun is from a cheater five stalling out and then going from the cheater five to a heel and then walk back. That's been my favorite lately. Cheater five to a heel. So, okay, Pretty sure Chris it. is frozen again. 
He's going to spring to life any second now. He finally froze his ass. Just a a floating pumpkin with a beard. Look at at this. I'm screenshotting it. That's amazing. That'll be easier to cut, though. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Look, and now he's muted. I, I'm asking him to muted. unmute. I asked him to unmute. I got it. All yeah, right. So I agree 100% with what Trent was saying. The turn on walk back is a get out of jail free card, and it is something that most of us learned to do because we wanted to meet in the ESA when our 10 wasn't good as, like, the, the homeboy who's the ripper. You know what I mean? But sometimes, like I said, it can be a flex. Like, if you get a super long 10 and then turn around, walk out of it instead of a normal walk out of it, that's a flex. That's tight. Versus what? You're just, you're just saying turning around and doing it is a little bit of flex. I guess I can see that. But if it keeps you in the pocket and it goes with the wave, definitely. I always like doing it. To where on that very last step, you push on it and make the board do like a big cutback. And then the cutback feeds into your next step back into regular. And then you finish out your bottom turn like that. That's Those a complete flex. That's and a flex. Anytime you walk back into any kind of a turn, that's a flex. 100%. That's honestly the best way to do them. If you're going to do a turnaround walk back, like, Doing it into a making a turn out of it. Oh, that's so sick. I think like what Tane said earlier too, really sick left go right, like a really sick stylish fade set up a nose ride. I'd rather see that than the generic fourth tank head. You know what I mean? Like fade it, set that nose ride up real good, get that real tight five. That looks awesome. That's the kind of Chris, your your audio is pretty degraded. So we've learned our PSAs, and we've learned how to flex off a turnaround walk back. This is your host, The Grinch, signing off with my co-host, Trenton Tarpet Phillips. We love you, babies. And Tyler Taint Baker, we love you. Uh.